Ah, I see that we are recording. We are, in fact, recording. All right. Yeah, I know. It's on your go, Drew. I'm here, baby. All right. If everybody's ready, let's get it going. Hello, Boda Worlds. This is your boy, Drew Chains, coming at you with Zach, Chris, James. Man, we got another Boda cast for y'all. It's been a hot minute since your boy hosted. Mm. Hot minute. Well, here we are. Listen to the deep, soothing sound of Drew Chains, baby. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you qualify my voice as deep, but that's all right. Deeper than mine. This is an argument for another podcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm already going off the rails. So, we're going to have the usual for you. A little bit of recap, a little bit of preview, a little bit of who OP, but we'll get there. Are, are we? Are we really? Oh, I'm sure we will. I say it, we will. That means it's going to happen. Are we master debating anything? We may master. We can ask them the athlete question. They didn't get to answer. Ooh, the- that's true. All right, James, then we can ask them. But do they get to pick from the pool we've already picked from, or is? I feel like that shouldn't be a thing, right? Right. I feel like they should have to pick different ones that we pick because mm-hmm. that's how it worked for us. So yeah. we'll, we'll we'll talk about that when we get there. So Drew, go ahead. You're All right. Well, host. Sounds like an interesting segment for further on in the show. But- <laughs> Let's just kick it off with the usual. Let's talk a little bit of week 11, boys. Oh, we should start off our, our I mean, show with <laughs> of the, the, sad, the sad passing of, of Diego Maradona, the Argentinian soccer legend. It's... Me and James can't take this seriously. Because... All right, boys, it happens. It's so sad, but <laughs> we're not laughing at that. I know. Not laughing at Diego. We all know that you're not laughing at that. Not laughing at that. But yes, it. Yep. It happened. Twenty twenty strikes again. Legend lost. Yeah. It's legend of a soccer player. Legend of a player, but you got to realize what the fuck. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on. I'll get back to that. Uh, But you got to realize tribute was like doing the most coke. He was yeah, no, that's true. I, the the guy that, that trained me over at Saugus at Panera, he is Brazilian. So obviously him and Argentina have that kind of rivalry thing. Yeah, he said basically every night after a soccer match, he would go and he would get a bunch of hookers, snort blow, drink. So he lived he lived the life. He lived he lived the life. He lived the life. <laughs> Not to take away from his legacy, because I mean 86 yeah. World Cup champion, countless honors and insane oh, no. leagues. But dude, fuck. The man no. is a legend on and off the soccer yeah. fields. It it did a number on him. If you look at recent pictures, he was in rough yeah. shape. Yeah. But and it's a shame. Um, and a pussy Slayer 9000. But I mean, dude, so. he lived hard. So here we are. You want to know the side note of what happened that I had to pause? Yeah. Uh, on my tabs on my computer, I was looking and it said like the NFL tabs up and then like whatever, like their YouTube tabs up. Hey, YouTube. And then it said <laughs> anal. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And I just, I clicked on it and it was analytics. <laughs> oh. We made that joke throw, before throw the cast. the joke before we started recording. <laughs> Did you also have yeah, your game? Damn, we should have. We should have James share screen. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Drew. So, um, I I think the the first game we should talk about was the the first game of the week last week. And that's the Seahawks and the Cardinals, man. Uh, in that division, 
no game goes unnoticed. It is neck and neck to the end. And just funny because neither team is actually in first place right now. You're not wrong. But Seattle, a little bit of a turnaround here. They've been looking a little bit rougher, of course, than when they started the year on fire. They've cooled down quite a bit. Big win over a, a team in the division that's looking to climb up those standings. So, yeah, but is this kind of the time for Seattle to do this? Don't they do this every single year? Yeah, but they don't usually start as hot as they did. Yeah. And mm-hmm. on top of that, the competition who would have thought the Rams would have been this good this point in the year? No, after what no, we no. saw last year, nope. nobody would have so, thought the Rams. So, can I, can I add to a point? Especially on that? minus the Tyler Higby production, but fuck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to say, I mean, I feel like this just this shows you that the Rams that Super Bowl year were a legit team. Then. It wasn't a fluke because last year, obviously, they didn't do as well. And then even with even with losing Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley hasn't really produced in, in, well, in Atlanta. I, I think that having Todd Gurley at this point in his career was almost a distraction. It's a, is he or isn't he? Are we going to be able to rely on him or we aren't? Like, it, it made it such a wishy-washy situation that it was hard to to win consistently when he's I think I think it's benefited them because the NFC West is so um competitive. I think they've just flown under the radar and it's weird for me to say that because they're first in their division in the best division in football. And but and they don't have Todd Gurley. Well when you look at it, I, I think that running back by committee thing has really helped them weed out who's gonna be able to produce for them. So go ahead Cam Akers, I'll tell you that. It, not yet. He'll I, come. He'll come. I know. Cam Cam Akers will come, but right now, you have Malcolm Brown. Mm-hmm. You have um, Daryl Henderson. Yep. You have a solid backfield that they've been able to produce when you ask them to, and they do. And Jared Goff has been nowhere near as bad as I thought he was going to be this year. Jared Goff has been a, a decent game managing quarterback that's gotten his team into position to fight for a playoff spot. And yeah. being first, again, like you said, in the best division of football. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously we're going to talk about that game later. Um, but let's obviously stick to the NFC West matchup that we had Thursday night. Uh, Seahawks beat the Cardinals 28-21. Um, I mean, like you said, Drew, I think that the Seahawks learned from their mistakes, especially from their previous game against the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, and – Holding the Cardinals to 21 for the defense that the Seahawks have is is pretty is, is a pretty good sign that they might turn things around. It's exactly a point I was going to make. That you have almost that situation where back in 2018 when the Red Sox were good, you had that team where it was you have a third of your team that's playing really 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 well. You have a third of your team that's playing normal average expectation level, and then you have a third of your team that's down. It's an oscillation. The Seahawks offense was so good at the beginning of the year that they were able to balance out how bad their defense was. Also hurt. Also hurt, but regardless, bad. And now, at this point in the season, their offense regressed faster than their defense progressed, for sure, which is why they have the record that they do. But now, at this point in the season their defense is starting to catch up a little bit that they're starting to get into the groove of things. They've made some big acquisitions. I was going to say that. Yep. Now 
you have a team that can try and balance each other out a little bit more. The Seahawks team now is almost more scary to me moving forward that they were able to beat that Cardinals team in prime time in a big game for the division. And their defense stepped up enough to hold Kyler Murray and that prolific offense to 21 points. That's huge. I agree. Huge. Anybody else? No, honestly, I didn't really have any other points. You kind of, you're kind of hitting everything I would have talked about with it. Yeah, um, I think a big part of it was being able to limit Kyler Murray on the ground. Yeah, there was yeah. some stat I saw where it was something like they're Owen something when he gets under 50 yards rushing or something like that. Well, and that's not good. It's not good, but just take into account the percentages of the time that he has over 50 yards rushing. It's not. It's almost weird that he when he doesn't. And watching that man run is unlike watching almost anyone else that I've ever seen. He just glides and just knows exactly. He doesn't juke very much. He doesn't make very many moves because he knows the exact route to run on to stay just far enough away from the defenders that they won't catch him. It's amazing. It's, it's unbelievable amazing. to see. Always he entertaining. Is just one of the most special quarterbacks in the game right mm-hmm. now and probably in the future ever. But we've spent enough time talking about that kick-ass division over there and nobody cares about the 49ers. No it's one cares about the 49ers, I heard. <laughs> uh, or George. Such a shame. Or also, also, sorry, Juju. No one cares about your 49ers, unfortunately, right now. So um, I, I think the next game we should talk about being why are you doing that oh oh zach's got beef i don't have beef (laughs) i got no beef there's no beef uh so being the boston podcast that we are and having the two patriots fans that we do zach chris how are we feeling anyone (laughs) either i told you this team was going to be this bad Talking about the Patriots. Yes. I mean, I don't think they're as bad as that. I called it, but Cam Newton is not the answer. Uh, No, so they're not as bad as I thought they were going to be, but their personnel is way worse than I thought it was going to be. If that makes any sense, I think. I think the Patriots, as of right now. Their defense has been underperforming with the personnel that they have, and their offense for the past couple of weeks has been overperforming. Now with the that Demir Bird has been involved, and right. Cam Newton fucking loves him. He's yes, played yeah. with him before. It's... I like I like what he has now. He just needs to be more confident in what he's throwing the ball to. Right. But he he likes Demir Bird. He likes Jacoby Myers. I think Jacoby Myers is going to be the next great Patriot wide receiver. And Cam Newton doesn't look comfortable to me. No, I mean, I'm with that 100. percent He's throwing off his back foot almost every that, single. Day. It's and it's not that he's just throwing off his back foot, but he's him in the pocket just scares. He's me. not stepping into half of his throws. Right, like, he doesn't look yeah. like a quarterback that knows that that's where he's going with the ball and that's the end he, of the story. And he needs to because when he does, when he has one of those throws, he zips the ball. When he's got he steps good into arm. a throw, yeah, he's mm-hmm. accurate and he gets the ball there fast. Exactly. But when he sidearms and arm throws and all that shit, he is arguably the least accurate quarterback in the NFL. 
I mean, look at how many times he hit J.J. Watt. Um, I mean, I think he's just truthfully, I think he's, I think the defenses can read him kind of like a fiddle. I, I, I just, disagree. I, I, I think that like a fiddle. Fiddle. you heard me right. I don't he can read him like a fiddle. I think you mean, a I book. think, I think, I think you uh, combined two quotes, but yes, I did. I did yeah. very much so. You just can't read a fiddle. Is that just me? I mean, I can. I play a fiddle. But... They, they read them like a book plays a fiddle. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, Drew, what I'm getting at, which I, I'm sure you'll agree with, is if your defense, the way Cam Newton throws the ball right now, and I think his situa- situational awareness is not up to par, I think almost any defensive line can read exactly where he's going. If he's on that back foot, I know exactly where he's throwing it almost every single time. He has no ability to surprise, which is why J.J. Watt had such an amazing game against him on Sunday. I I mean, the amount of times that J.J. Watt was just in the right place and almost every single time was to the right side on that defensive end side. Well, and- don't. Don't forget, though, don't forget, J.J. Watt is still a game-changing player when he's healthy. And I just remember, and this obviously this is going to go back a ways, and then I'll, I'll move on because I know I get on tangents, but... Um, Do you? Suck a joke. Um, <laughs> I remember a game in, like, 20... I think it was the year that Matt Schaub was quarterback, and they had that really good year. Remember that year? Yeah. Um, you, 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 it, yeah. Andre Johnson had, like, 1300 yards or whatever um jj watt was fresh was i think it was off of like a 13 14 sack season they practiced uh for that game with brooms the defensive line held brooms while brady was throwing the ball so he'd have to throw around it simulating obviously his arms Mm -hmm. so like i feel like jj i feel like that's not a surprise though it has nothing to do with cam newton i think jj watt is just that kind of home wrecking piece that can Uh, i think it has a lot because the amount of times that cam almost hit jj in the helmet or did hit him in the helmet he's not an accurate thrower but i mean it it also happened to brady when they played him you know every every time that they play them they have to watch out because he's the kind of my point is is that newton has no clue he only tries to throw bullet passes and it's mostly on his back foot it, it, he's not he cannot just air the ball like it, i guess I'm, I'm still comparing him to brady that's why but brady would have easily dropped that up over and but i i think cam's problem his biggest problem is he is just uh i'm i think he might be worried right now too because he's been getting hit blindsided a lot and i i truthfully think he doesn't know what's around him he his awareness does seem to be an issue that that's for sure you you can't deny that he and it's situational awareness it's game situation awareness it's all of the awareness Mm -hmm. but when he practices well and when he has a full week of practice the dude plays really well Mm mm-hmm when it's scripted, when everything goes according to plan, I think his problem is with the improvisation. It's when that gets derailed a little bit, when he has to think on his feet, Mm -hmm. that's when it becomes an issue. Again, that comes back to his awareness. And And it also also comes back to, you know, the, the product that, and not the product, the, um, the assets that they have on the field. I mean, 
The well, I think what we're seeing too is, um, I mean, I talked about this a hundred thousand times is the Patriots, the way their whole entire system is set up offense and defense used to be clockwork and now it's not. So now, like Zach was saying, the offense is producing, but the defense can't hold the other team. So right. then it's, it's basically playing catch up the whole game or blowing the lead or it, it's it's the exact not working opposite. as clockwork as it once used to be it, 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 they it, could be a really good team if that defense held up because they have the running assets to hold yeah, the lead. And like i said it's the exact opposite of what we talked about with Seattle. oh sorry Seattle. Arizona. it's you know when the offense is down the defense can kind of step up and, and figure it out and buoy the team to a victory here and there when the offense is up the defense is down it's it's the opposite of that when one unit on the Patriots isn't playing well. The other unit isn't playing well. Exactly. So it's just, it's amplified. The losses look worse than they are a lot of the time or should have been. And that's no way to move forward. And I, I think Cam Newton was a sexy kind of patch for a year and a half. Maybe I could see him playing into next season. If he wins half of the games remaining. I actually was um bold take. I don't know how, more interested on how Zach would feel with this. I was listening to 98.5 today, mm-hmm. and uh, a caller came on. I love them. And they have some rumors floating around, too, that they're hearing is that the Patriots might go for Matt Stafford this offseason. I would love that. I would love that. He fits the offense way better. He, he, James is like, what the fuck? What the fuck is that? Oh, Baker Mayfield's worse than Matt Stafford, you bitch. Don't give me that look. Oh, 100%. I'm Thank not you. saying that about Matt Stafford's time. <laughs> I'm saying what it cost to get Matt Stafford into New England. So, I think the point of it, though, like they, they went into depth with it. Yes. It was actually really interesting on how Stafford is one of those, like, QBs where maybe not a Super Bowl the first year, but he can get you there. Matthew, can, Matthew Stafford is a great quarterback. I, I, I'm not going to say Matthew that. Stafford's a great quarterback who's under contract until 2023 awesome. in Detroit. That's, well, yeah, but they can trade him. But you know what they're going to ask for? That's what I tried to say, and I got attacked. I know, and I'm agreeing with I was I looked that up because of what you said. Thanks, that is a, a, like that. That is such a good yeah. point. It's the Patriots aren't one to go out and give up an arm and a leg for a quarterback no. or any player well, I mean, for that matter. No, well, no. no they, they don't. But, I mean, especially quarterback because we're in an unprecedented era. And when you have a guy – when you have Cam Newton that's serviceable yeah, I know that and you have Jared Stidham that is young and promising I'm, – I'm ready to move away from that one. Yeah. <laughs> quotations for a reason. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But – Sarcasm heavily implied. But, I mean, think about it, though. What do you say Stafford's contract is till? 2023? 2023. What does he make? If Stafford is sick of being with the Lions, he's sick of losing, he opts out and takes a little pay cut. Can he opt out of the contract? Do you have it up? Would I like that? Yes. I think Matthew Stafford is the kind of quarterback that we would like to have here. Ooh. He's not. Oh, okay. He's got an opt-out clause. He's got a potential out for 2021. So next year. And 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 if that if that happens, 
The Patriots have the cap to, to go get him. The Patriots absolutely have the cap to go get him. I mean, we're going to lose. Um, are we losing Gilmore this offseason? Yes. I think that's like a virtual not. guarantee. Yeah. yeah. But that's okay. But that's okay, though, because Bill, Bill builds up that secondary to be okay without Gilmore. Yeah, I, we'll have our whole secondary back next season. JC, JC Jackson in two years is going to be the best cornerback in the league. I'm calling it right now. Yeah, we'll have a lot of players back, too. I, I think Young, Hightower. I think he's going to take well, a huge step next year. I mean, he, he's already the Hightower tower might retire from what I'm hearing, too, there, Chris. Yeah, yeah he could. Good point. He, could. he is getting up there. I but, I mean, but I mean, right, he is getting way up there, but I like Uche, and I think that Uche will fill mm-hmm. that hole for them nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a couple of other pieces that were pretty good for them, too, and they're still, you know, on the younger side. Look, Belichick's a defensive coach. I don't right. worry so much no. about the defense and the direction the defense is moving. Right. They have bad spells here and there. It happens. That's life. But – the offense is more of a concern. There's too many question marks on that offense. Next year, as long as we get through this corona nonsense and we can play normal sports again and they have everyone on their defense that they're supposed to have because, what, 40% of their defense opted out this year, basically? <laughs> like, it's – you're talking of the – and it's, again, it's like when you talk about a team that's hurt. Yes, they suck right now. But yes, there's a reason why. Right. At the Atlanta Falcons. No, they, no, just, they, just they literally just suck. They're just terrible. That but, defense is hurt as fuck. Yeah, but it's always hurt. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah it's like true. the Eagles. <laughs> the, the Eagles suck because they're always yes. decimated. Yeah, they would be pretty – they would be halfway decent. They team. would be a decent team. Well, Carson Wentz this year is yeah, bad. Real bad. But he's like Jameis Winston bad. Watch your mouth about famous James. I'm just talking like I'm sorry, I'm sorry. even numbers of touchdowns and picks. How did, how did Jameis Winston do in his first start since leaving Tampa Bay? Oh, he that's didn't. right. He didn't start. We Taysom don't know Hill. Yet. It's a big old Taysom Hill started and dude, won that game. So dude, they started Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill looked, over Taysom Hill Winston. looked better than fucking Cam Newton. All right. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill did look good. Taysom Hill did look good. All right. Now Let's move I on. think we've spent enough time yeah. on the Patriots. I mean, this it's, is a Patriots-centric it's, it's been a while. podcast. But. I don't want to talk about the Packers, so we're going to skip that. Oh, no, we have to. No, no, I think that's okay. Oh, we have to. I think that's all right. There, so, there are more important all right, games fine, to fine, talk fine, about. Fine. We, will, we will talk about the game, but I have to know. How many death threats did you send? Zero. Are you sure about that? that's ridiculous. Okay, good. Like, yeah. The, the fact that people were sending... Nolan, you sent death threats to players over fantasy slash performances? Like, and... It's week eleven. What? We're seven and three. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's an underlying story there with you, James. But no, there isn't. I just think it's the dumbest thing in the world. Oh, it's so and, no, it is. It's and absolutely the athletes tweeting out like, "Yo, I don't care about your fantasy." Like, yeah, I don't blame and, you. <laughs> and look, I get as a fan if you're in overtime in like the Super Bowl or something, and someone makes. A stupid mistake. Let's be honest. It was what it was. It was dumb. He wasn't holding the ball like he should have been holding the ball. Bad blocking, bad everything. It was a terrible play. The Packers are fucking awful. A. B. It was week 11. We are 7 and 3. It's going to be all right. Oh, yeah. There's no need to send death threats no, I know. to someone who makes a mistake and costs a 7 and 2 team a game. A football game, for fuck's sake. 
in the Super Bowl, I could understand if you get or, a few from crazy oh, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But or like an NFC Championship game. Yeah, a, against a huge Seattle game Hawks. that matters. It's an inter intra conference week eleven football game. Dude, I wonder what Aaron Rodgers' record is against Philip Rivers. It's the end of the world. Probably minimal. He's probably played him like twice. two or three times. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So, regardless, I I think that's ridiculous. Um, I think the Packers should have won. I think it's insane that they didn't. I have no faith in this team whatsoever moving forward. I thought I would be very confident in both Bears games this year because I thought Ooh. they were frauds, but so are the Packers, and that's a fact. So I have no doubt in my mind that we will get upset by the Bears on some stupid bullshit this week because our team sucks ass overall. Does Aaron Rodgers suck ass or just the team? No, Aaron Rodgers is absolutely fine. Aaron Rodgers is still an MVP candidate. Yep. Aaron Rodgers is having a great year. It's not It's not Rodgers. It's, it's, it's literally the, everything else. It's the rest as of the per usual. That run defense is so bad. It so is, bad. again, the Aaron Rodgers show. Yeah. If Aaron Rodgers shows up, and throws for 330 yards and four or five touchdowns, then they'll win. But if Aaron Rodgers half shows up and throws for 270 yards and three touchdowns, they're going to lose because they're just that fucking bad. He's not wrong. But that's not Aaron Rodgers, though. He's still showing up. That's what you said. It's the rest of the team. For for Aaron Rodgers, 270 yards and three touchdowns is half showing up. Yeah. He, He wasn't as good as he could be. And if he's not 100% Aaron Rodgers, if that defense is on the field for... What are you smirking at? For for six or seven years now, the whole mantra against the Packers is keep their defense on the field, keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. Mm -hmm. It's never been more true. I mean, yeah. If you have the Packers defense on the field for... 40% 40% of a game, you're going to win. It's terrible. Yeah, if, you, if you lose the possession battle to the Packers by 10%, you still win the game. you're still going to win the game because their defense is that bad. Yeah. And it's, it's so disheartening because they've invested picks, they've invested money, they've invested everything into this defense, primarily the run aspect of this defense. You got some great corners that, when they're healthy, are two of the better cornerbacks in the league. Jair might be in the top five conversation, but definite. Fair. Uh, Jair's a stud. Oh, I I agree, but he does make some dumb mistakes sometimes. He does, but he's also still what he also makes some phenomenal plays. So it, regardless, they've put so much into this defense. I really, after last year, I was like. Oh my fucking god! This is a Packers team where we don't have to fucking clench our cheeks and hold our breath when the defense is on the field. And yes, we fucking do because they are garbage. Yeah, they ran that right up your ass. All right, let's let's move. We want to talk about the game because Drew will just go on another thirty minute tangent about how bad Philip Rivers is, which is true. Um, he is bad. Um, I wasn't put some darts on play. Steelers beat the Jaguars. I, I think we just have to throw them in there yeah, because. 10 and 0. It's impressive. Okay. Steelers have never done it before. 10, in 10 and 0. Story. We are at the mark. We are at the mark where we have to officially start talking about this. Yeah. Does it happen? And I think I, I don't even need to say it. Does does it happen? Yes. You think it does? I think it does. No. They've already no, beat. They, well, they play the Ravens this Sunday. So 
the, Ra- the Ravens suck. The Ravens do suck. The Ravens are not the same Ravens team from last year. Collapse. So here's the rest of their schedule. Yeah, this is what, what I want to talk about. They've got. Sorry, do you want to talk about the Ravens first? No, 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 no. I said this is what I want to talk about was the was whether or not you think they were going to oh. go perfect. Hey. All right, so Ravens. I can agree that I think the Ravens are a win. I think mm. they're going to win. Yep, I think they're going to win. Washington. Win. win. Yeah. Here's the question mark. The Bills. I, I like the Bills. I want to say the Bills are going to win, but I still think the Steelers, Steelers have that win. I agree. Okay. I think the defense is too strong. I don't think Josh <laughs> Allen can handle The Steelers' it. defense is fucking crazy good this year. They're just so good. good. Mike Tomlin – has to be in that conversation where it's like no matter who you give him he fields a top 10 defense yeah it's... He's, he's not wrong <laughs> he's not wrong it's insane yeah the steelers are just on a hunt this year uh, something sparked well look and, like and nah, we're fucking healthy, going all the way with a healthy ben roethlisberger with a team that they feel like they can do it with with tj watt with you know, Bud Dupree, they got a fucking squad and a half. They do. They do. I mean, and, and think about it like this. They're now finally done dealing with Antonio Brown. They're, this is their first healthy season after Antonio Brown left. And Le'Veon Bell. Well, yes, after Le'Veon Bell, but I think Brown stuck around longer. Well, he did, but I think it's it's almost an entire cleansing. It's a, it is. I think this is your first. Yep. Everything but Ben Roethlisberger, who wasn't a locker room issue, just a trash human being yeah. issue. Yeah, I think they but... have good juju. Aha. Aha. <laughs> they have good juju, but Chase is going to be more important. Oh, Chase is so good. Chase is so, so good. Continuing on the path here. Uh, so we're going to say Zach thinks the Steelers still beat the Bengals, the Bengals which should be a wipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially without, without Burrow. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Here is my true question mark game. Because at this point, the Colts are going to be pushing for a playoff spot. It'll be two weeks before. Do you think the Colts could potentially sweep a win away from the Steelers late? They could. No. They could, but they won't. Yeah. It's I don't tough. think they. I don't think they can, because of how lost that running game has looked in the past couple of weeks. If if they're if they're if they're a team recharged on the ground, then I would then I would say okay I'd understand that, but it's been Philip Rivers, mm-hmm. Philip Rivers delivering games. That's it. They haven't had a solid ground attack because they've been hurt. They're stupid. No, they, don't don't make your excuses. The Colts are fucking. They dumb. are stupid. I understand they're stupid, but they they also don't forget Marlon Mack went out. Done for the season, so they're relying on Jonathan Taylor, Jordan Wilkins, and Naheem Hines, who also didn't he just get hurt again? I, I just I didn't see anything. I, I but, thought he just got hurt. Okay. Dude, they went into the game against the Packers saying we are gonna feed the ball to Naheem Hines because he is our most consistent running back. What did they not do? Feed the ball. Feed the ball to Naheem Hines. Did, did you have a fancy lineup? Is that I why? just there so happened there it is. to, to play him this there's week. The because he's so stupid. Well, look, because every other week, it's, you know, they don't say anything about him, and then he goes off. And then this week, they're like, okay, we're actually going to try and give it to him this week. So I was like, oh, shit, he might actually be worth a start this week. And they just straight up don't. Now it turned into a win, so I can't fault them too much, I guess. But – that rushing attack is not what it was. You, you figure that you have Jonathan Taylor to handle first and second down 100% of the time. Then you have Naheem Hines to handle the passing downs 
and Jordan Wilkins is a change of pace spellback. And then you just don't follow that formula at all, all season long, and now you're seven and three. I don't know what the Colts are doing. Yeah, I don't know what the Colts are. But it's working. All right. Um, <laughs> let's let's speed things up here. And Any other games that you like, Drew, that you want to talk about? I really got nothing. I, I think the, the Chiefs, Chiefs and the Raiders, Raiders is, is a game we have to mention. I, I think it's really fucking impressive that the Raiders have, mm-hmm. A, beaten the Chiefs this year, and B, gave them a run to the wire for their money again. Yes. And then so, gave up on that traffic. They gave up on the traffic. Yeah. But they did. He was wide open wide in the open. middle of the end. But I think that that becomes a really interesting conversation moving forward if the Raiders find themselves in the playoffs and have to play the Chiefs. In Kansas City, they've already won there this year. They, they have. And there's a the big reason behind that is because every stadium is only set to 70 decibels. And that's the loudest stadium yeah. in the NFL. And you've seen it especially the, the Packers Vikings game at the beginning of the year when Rogers went into Minnesota and won, which he doesn't do often. Right. You just saw the difference that it makes when you have a quiet stadium, when you're used to having it rock and when you're on defense, right. it's huge. But yeah, I, agree. I think that the Raiders just play the chiefs hard. They, they lost at home. They won on the road. Both were tight, close, hard fought games. And, man, I'd love to see them play in the playoffs. I think that would be an exciting-ass game. I agree. And the Rams-Bucks. Fuck the Buccaneers. Yeah, fuck the Bucks. Super glad they lost. Fuck everything about that team. I got to say, James, I shoot my shot. I fucking slam dunk that shit. Huh? All about Wade. Yeah. Yeah, all about Wade. All about Wade, right? I thought Wade Phillips was still on the Rams. Wow. I didn't realize he wasn't not on the Rams. It was no, he isn't not on clip. the Rams. Right, he's not not on the Rams. Yeah, exactly. No. He, he gone gone. He real gone. Gone gone. He is not on the Rams. I went on, I went on uh, some posters with James. I was like, yeah, Wade Phillips defense. And they are both like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Great. no. But that's okay, because I shoot my shot anyways, and I still said the Rams are going to win, and they fucking won. So. Yeah, because fuck the Buccaneers. This team yeah, is sus as hell. Sus. Nine and seven, calling it still. Man, right. I don't think you're going nine and seven. Ten and six. story out of it's going to be Brady and what Brady is doing, because well, this long shot Brady's not a thing. No. They, again, not the kind of offense that he's made for. No, right. he's made to make short passes, make the right pass. Get the and ball out and get the kill you. I don't know why. I don't know why they're not doing that because he has the weapons to run the offense the way he wants. Because but he's still letting how Bruce Arians runs an offense. It's don't tell Bruce Arians to fuck off, dude. Or go to a court. team that runs an offense like you're fit for, like oh, a normal, intelligent mm, human being. Mm, the New England Patriots. Interesting. Yeah, it's just dumbest decision of his career. Sorry, yeah. but not sorry. They both. They both look bad. I saw. I saw a meme. It was the the SpongeBob meme where they're singing the "Not the Stone" by No It's not the same it's... without you. And nah, I'm sorry. I think Bill is better without Brady than Brady is without Bill at this point because any other team with the team that Bill has currently would be Owen, whatever they are. But yeah, that's true. Uh, like I said, I think they're over. They never. Sh- Brady never should have left. No, that's a fact. I, I mean, I think Bill wanted them gone, but I think Bill was not on those terms. Yeah, no, no. But anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, I think 
I don't have any other games that I want to talk about. Drew, I think it's good. I'm just going to swipe through. Um, this is this week. Oh, this is this week? Oh, yeah, he's already Yeah, we're on. moving on. Ah, we're moving on. That's oh, fine. shit. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up our week 11 recap. We are on to week 12. This is Thanksgiving on week, to Cincinnati, folks. Oh, Thanksgiving week. Woo! Let's get sauce. Let's get fat. Let's watch some football, boys. And it's we so have stupid. already been heartily deprived of one <laughs> Thanksgiving game this year. Arguably the best of the bunch. By far Actually, the best of the not bunch. Not even an argument, even a little bit. It was yeah. the best of the bunch. The fact that they have the other two teams playing against each other is basically. Yeah. So, um, three of the four teams playing on Thanksgiving this year have a three and seven record. The fourth team is four and six. So, this is going to be a real fun Thanksgiving. <laughs> we got Texans Lions. Who is going to choke harder this game? We got Washington and Dallas for who's going to be the first four-win team in the NFC fucking East. Gross. Grody. Horrible. I don't even want to talk about the Thanksgiving Why? I ask this every single fucking year. Why is it only the Cowboys and the Lions that get every single Thanksgiving game? Tradition. It's tradition. It's it's, it's what it is. What fucking tradition is that? The fact They've that, always hosted the fact a game that, on yeah. Thanksgiving. So Horrible. The like, conception 19, of their yeah. 30, whatever. It, it, I don't have a problem with the fact that it's them that play on Thanksgiving. I have a problem with the people that they tend to play. And this year, it sucks that we lost the one good game that we had. I know. Because there's usually a good game on Thursday night mm-hmm. on, on Thanksgiving. But here we are. COVID ruins the universe. Anyways, let's move on to the actual day that matters. Let's ben move Manucci. on to Sunday, folks. Ben Manucci. Your your boys, Zach and Chris, play the Cardinals. I don't think we have to talk much about that other than how sad you guys what, are. When do they play? Week. Sunday? They play Sunday? Okay. They cool. play Sunday day. I work Sunday night. I won't be watching uh, Saturday night. I won't be watching this game. But when I get up, I will probably automatically. automatically Just start slug. crying. Yeah, cry, way. slug yeah. some beers. Yeah, probably. Do you think the Pats have any chance? I'm, no, I'm zero. God, no. None. No. None. The defense, the, really? The only, the only chance I would have given them if, if their defense was playing out of its mind. And no, it's gone the wrong way so yeah no the trend that both teams are on i think the cardinals win this game by at least two touchdowns i think cam didn't get sacked by chandler jones i don't know i have a feeling the pats might squeeze it out usually Uh, after a loss too cam comes out looking good speaking of squeezing it out um there are not many good games this week actually (laughs) there there really is not titans colts Titans Colts the is a good game. I did that, James, is because no one else noticed. You were the only one that noticed, and these two just moved on. <laughs> Whatever just happened. That's it. The Titans play the Colts this week for NFC or AFC, AFC South, South supremacy. Are you, are you kidding me? You're just gonna gloss over that? You're I don't know what happened. Big shining story. Oh yeah. Mike Glennon starting for the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me. Yes, yeah, so many people care about that. So I many people. Amazing. So many. I want the Browns to lose to Mike Lennon. I think that would be awesome. Nah, no, no, James. If you lose to Mike Lennon, oh there needs God. to be a bet associated with this game. Oh yes, yes. Bet, bet, dude. Bet, if, bet, if the Browns bet, lose to Mike Lennon, I don't even know. James know. has to eat three raw eggs. Three raw eggs. 
I'll eat a raw egg if we lose to Jack. One raw egg. Fine. One we'll raw, raw, raw egg. If you lose I'll, to I'll Mike Lennon. raw egg. Yeah. All right. yep. If you if you guys lose to Mike Lennon, you have to rock your raw egg. Or content. <laughs> <laughs> and just for the fact that you are a team of the worst team in the NFL. You're a fan of the worst team in the NFL. So uh, while we're talking about the Jags, by the way, I just wanted to bring this up because I had this thought earlier in the week. At what point are we just going to say Doug Marone's a bad coach and it's not tanking? Um, how about three years ago? <laughs> how about when he was almost fired last year and for some reason no one's talked about him being on the hot seat? Well, again, I mean, is it really isn't a hot bad. seat at this point? It's, it's, it's just not. a lukewarm seat. It was I hot really, a while ago. I honestly, <laughs> it's, it's just cooled down since it's if he gets fired it's not if he gets fired it's not because he was on the hot seat if he gets fired it's because someone came to their senses i have i have an amazing topic for master debaters so if i would if i could lead that Ooh. I would love that great ass topic i love ass topics yeah. my favorite topic bubble but bubble 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 but bubble but all right go all right, so I think that the actual good game of the week, I'm going to leave to Zach because I, again, have to go to the bathroom. God damn it, Drew. It's it's a shame. It really is. But I'm going to leave you Titans Colts to get us started on. Oh, shit. I thought you were talking about Dolphins Jets, man. Shit. Everyone wants to talk about Dolphins Jets. Well, I think I think what it comes down to with the Titans and Colts um, is I'm just going to sit here and he's going to have to pull switch. You guys play musical chairs over there? Uh, no, we're actually running a podcast. What are you doing? Uh, I'm trying to go to sleep, but I'm still here. <laughs> They're playing Drew's leaky bladder. <laughs> Constant pissing. Um, I think it comes down to Derrick Henry again. I mean, the Colts have a really good defense. I think that's been their their that's been their mainstay this year. And, and you know, they've they've won games with their defense, and they've won games with their offense. I guess technically speaking, last week they did, but it's been it's been more of a defensive cons- consistency. Um, and I think it's been that front seven. I mean, they have a solid ass linebacking core. Um, and if Derrick Henry gets going, it's going to open up everything for the Titans. So it really depends on what Derrick Henry we see because the first week of Derrick Henry's little three week slide was against the Colts, and he mm-hmm. didn't do so well against the Colts. And then he had two weeks where he didn't do so well. I just switched. You just. Um, and then obviously he had a sort of resurgent game last week against the Ravens. Um, so which Derrick Henry do we see? I think it all comes down to Derrick Henry in this game. And it's not a question of, is it, you know, a good Derrick Henry or a bad Derrick Henry? It's right. does Derrick Henry get started in the first half or the second half? Right. Cause that's going to depend on how this game's going to go for the Titans. You watch the games where he gets started in the second half and he's a better second half runner period. That you can't deny that he's massive. Obviously, massive running backs get better as the game goes on. They, they wear the defense down. So, if he shows up early and starts pounding them for chunk plays early, because the last couple of games, man, you watch him and he's eight rushes for 20 yards for the first quarter. Yeah. And it's like, all right, dude. So if they can get those chunk plays early and start hurting them with Derrick Henry first, then the Titans are an elite team. If they have to rely on Tannehill more in the beginning of the game, then they are a wimpy baby team. That is a good-ass fucking quote. (laughs) Wimpy baby team. (laughs) It's what they are. It's... uh, 
when you can get Derrick Henry going early, you're going to win 95% of your games. Yeah. And when it takes him to the second half, you're going to win 30%. I mean, that's that again, that's more of what I meant too. I'm glad you came back when yeah. you did and explained it, but you said they got lucky last week that, that they were able to wait so long for him to get going. And speaking of, speaking of that game, not to go back to two week 11 games, but did you see the, the, uh, the next gen stat, he literally handed them an L and just the, the his, his ran, the he ran the them wasn't hilarious. Wonderful. Fuck the Ravens. Anyways, go ahead. But no, it's that it, you're right. hundred percent comes down to oh, whether he gets going early or whether he waits till the second half to start turning. Yeah, I agree. Boys. I mean, yeah, but like at what point if he's already struggling against Indy's defense around the first time around, at what point are we just being like, all right, we're going to make it. So Tannehill's going to have to be the focal point of this game and where he's going to have to be actually passing out to AJ and Janu. Like you can't rely on De- Derek Henry. He gets injured. What happens then? The Titan season just collapses. Like I'm not disagreeing. You're oh, right. Oh, that I- like they're off run through Derrick Henry literally and figuratively but well, we're not you know there like, needs to be a deeper aspect. if he gets hurt they'd have to figure something else out I'm not saying they don't have the pieces to do that but while he's there their game plan is obviously feed him all game mm-hmm. and they either have to play off the fact that he's there and pounding from the first fucking snap or he takes a quarter to a half to get going. And if he takes a quarter to a half to get going, Tannehill has to pick up a boatload of slack, which he's proven that he can do and can do very well in most cases, especially with the weapons, mm-hmm. A.J. Brown, John o. Smith. He's got Corey Davis if he needs him. See, A.J. AJ Brown is what I thought Corey Davis was going to be. A.J. Brown is way better than I ever thought Corey Davis was going to be. Oh, okay. See, I thought I thought Corey Davis was, was going to be <laughs> that kind of wide receiver, but I, I no. AJ Brown is different. Oh my god, he built he built different. He built he's built different. Different. Yeah, he, I, he, I I don't even know how to describe. It's amazing right now. AJ oh, Brown is, is a power running back that lines up at wide receiver and has wide receiver speed and strength and height and all that good shit. He's so. got elite speed. Oh wait. And it, so AJ Brown. So think about Derrick Henry, except like forty pounds lighter and a little bit faster, and yeah, he lines up a wide receiver. That's yeah, it, what you have. Honestly, I think of him as like DK Metcalf light, but strong. Wow. If only they went to the same school, I bet that school would have been dominant. <laughs> Dude, my favorite joke every time. I love it. Been wild. I did a Madden fantasy draft a couple years ago. I had both of them on my team. Like, this is the greatest so team of all time. I love this. So How do we go through the same loop of the same statement each time, Drew? I don't know, but it's just how it works. All right. Well, I mean, we talked about we talked obviously <laughs> we about, got a formula. We talked about hey, actually. If you want to really get a real quick thing, AJ Brown is the reason DK Metcalf got pushed so late in the draft. True. Because AJ Brown was so good in college, yeah. and DK was dealing with his neck injury, that's and the, the reason. The fact that everyone only thought that he could run straight and nothing else for some reason. Because he still was recovering from neck surgery, yeah, right. or uh, vertebrae surgery. I don't know if it was neck. I think it might have been lower, but yeah. But still, like, I don't understand how you can look at a guy like DK Metcalf and be like, 
nah, we're not going to take him because he can only run forward. <laughs> let's, go, let's go on and get Nikhil Harry. He's so good at route running, boys. Oh, Fucking my God. God um, all right, next game I want to talk about. I'm going to save, obviously, that one for the end because I cannot wait to see that one. Dude, Mahomes um, is going to pull Brady's pants down and suck his dick. 300 him off a cliff. Oh, all right, fair enough. Um, I don't know if that could have gone two directions and we both went opposite. So, um, obviously, Ravens and Steelers is going to be one that we're going to have to watch for. Yeah, that is the game we got deprived of tomorrow. It, well, but here's the thing: is do you think that that's actually going to, you know, they're going to give that one a go, or are they going to have to? You think so? Probably. Even yeah. though they pushed it back. Yeah, well, they pushed it back for a reason. They weren't able to give it a go on such short notice for tomorrow you give them three or four more days they'll figure it out they'll be able to put a team out there that's not been exposed to covid that's fair okay I, I'm, just, I'm just asking i'm not concerned about the game being played this week i'm being pissed off about it not being played tomorrow right that's so. fair no okay that's fair <laughs> i'm gonna say but, this i'm gonna hate myself for it i'm gonna take the steelers by a mile because they are playing heated right now yeah they are pissed Dude, they I think lost their bye week because it was what the Titans were fucking yeah. around. Yep. And then now they got their game pushed back because the Ravens are fucking around. Now they don't get to play on Thanksgiving because week. of the Ravens and COVID. Yeah. And and I dude, I think that they were already pissed off because people are still talking about that Cowboys game. And I I think that oh, they dude. I think that they way underperformed and honestly should have lost that game to the Dallas Cowboys, which is scary. To and, Garrett Gilbert. Right. So <laughs> when, when you have that already lighting a fire under and your ass for the last couple of weeks and the whole bye week fuck up COVID can suck a dick kind of thing, you're going to get a fired up Pittsburgh team that's ready to fuck some shit up and Baltimore's not going to be ready for it. John Harbaugh can try and fight the whole team all he wants, but they ain't ready for the smoke. What if they did like a parent trap kind of thing where they sent John to Michigan and they sent Jim to, to Baltimore and see if that worked out for him? Did you see? <laughs> can we do that? Did, Is that did, a thing we can wait, do? Can we send him? That's swap? something we didn't talk about. Did, did anyone else see John Harbaugh try to fight the entire Tennessee Titans team? No, especially no. Yeah, <laughs> he would lose. Everyone, no matter where you match whole, him up, he would lose. Dude, the whole Titans team was standing in the midfield, and John Harbaugh walks out. He's like, "Yeah, like what y'all doing?" You're not even the stronger of the two Harbaugh brothers, bro. Calm down. No, he is the much, much tamer of the yeah. two. <laughs> exactly. Dude, Jim Harbaugh scares the shit. Yeah. Out of me. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Jim's scary. Jim's a scary boy. John. John looks like a teddy bear. Yeah, well, you know, short leash. Chiefs Bucks, Drew. Here it is. Here's the game. The game in which Patrick Mahomes officially takes over for Tom is Brady. It, I know. Is this? Is this? This is the transition game. Is this the game? Is this the game? This is the game. This is the game where Patrick Mahomes proves he is daddy. It's straight up. You're writing this down, right? You're writing all this material down, right, James? Because we have to quote all this shit. I'll take care of it in post. We got some gold quotes today again. This, this is a lot of fire Patrick coming Mahomes out. Of proves he's yeah. daddy. All right, bro. Quote it. Fuck it. Send it. Patrick Mahomes 
the Bucks defense has not been as dominant as they were to, to start out this year. They rose up so quickly and then just have been nothing of the sort since that Saints game. That Saints game was brutal. Um, but no, dude, I think the Chiefs offense is going to tear them apart, and I think Brady's going to have a tough time with the Chiefs defense. I think this is a is is Tom's cheat or is Tom's box for real game. I think this is like the real like come to fruition game to see are they actually playoff contenders like we hype them up to be, or are they just pretenders? Which all of us have called it to this point. I mean, I, I thought I they were going to be nothing more than a first round exit. That's what I said too. Year. That's what I said. I mean, we both agreed wild card exit. We said that. Yeah. I, um, I said nine and seven, ten and six wild card exit. But I think that this game, you're you're absolutely right, James, is uh, a proving game, and I don't think they have to win. I think. I think that um, <laughs> they, they just have to keep it tight. I, I, I think that's really all that matters is they have to keep the game tight. Yeah, I agree. Um, and- Come on, I think they got to win it outright. I think a loss here, I think a loss by any means is a bad look on this team. Well, I mean, the, the Chiefs are kind of the measuring stick. They are the one. I wouldn't say that. What would you say? I I agree with Drew. I I don't think they have to win, but they have to put up a fight. Show that they're not, you know, just going to let the Chiefs walk in and own them. I think they just need to put up a fight, and it kind of shows not – it shows that they're not messing around, that they can put numbers up and stuff. If they can I, think, within I, I think it's asking a lot for a team to to say if you don't beat the best team in the league, you're not legit. I, I'm honestly, I'm sorry, I gotta agree with James. They're seven and four. They go down to seven and five. They're they are legitimate playoffs. Hope their their legitimate playoff hopes are are in question. I don't I don't disagree with the fact that it will put them in a bad position if they lose. That that's a fact. Seven and five is a whole hell of a lot worse than eight and four at this time in the year. Correct. Mm-hmm. It is a game that standings wise, yes, a win is huge. Not necessary, but huge. Legitimacy wise, I think that if they put up a good game against the Chiefs, you can't say that they're pretenders for sure. We think they are. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to lose by a significant margin. But I, I don't think that's fair to say. Well, I think I think we need to also talk about the fact that what Brady are we going to get? Are we going to get a Brady like last week? Or are we going to get primetime Brady? It's 50-50. Right. It, it, at this point, it's 50-50 because of the kind of schemes that that team is running. I mean, it just it, you just never know what you're going to get with the Bucks. They played at 425. So. Right. Oh, that's not the night game? No. Oh, what's the night game? The Packers and the Bears. Oh, is it? Yep. Oh. Good luck watching that one. That's not palatable. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying, Drew, unfortunately for you, I will never let it – I will never, ever, ever, ever let you live it down if the Packers get swept by a Nick Foles-led Bears team. 
There's potential that could happen. There's potential that could happen. Well, I mean, they have to lose two games. Right there. They haven't been played yet. I think that they win at least one. I I'm caught. James James sees James sees what I did there. I just I All put right. the seed of doubt up uh, right Look. up here. He's talking he's talking no. himself through it. No, he's I, himself through I've it. already thought through this many a time this year. I am <laughs> less confident now than I have been at any other point in the season that we're going to beat the Bears twice. However, I still have supreme confidence that we will beat the Bears. At least once. I hope you're right. That would that would be uh, for your sake. I, I hope you're right. For yeah. your sanity, and... I will match James in the fact that if we get swept by the Bears, I will consume a rot. Okay, but that's I feel like that's not on par with what. Okay, with what I will consume is. one raw egg per loss to the Bears. Fair enough. If we get swept, which means Make it's it two or nothing. That's fucking bullshit. Then that's not the same thing. No, no, no. that's bullshit. No, no, no. That's bullshit. Fine. How about this? If we lose two games, I eat two eggs. If we win one of the games, I eat no eggs. <laughs> Drew's like, yeah, it's gonna make some scrambled eggs. Double, what? double or nothing? Are we doing double? Is this is this a double or nothing kind of thing? How are we, are we going, going for it? Double or nothing? Yeah, no, no, that is the double or nothing. I mean, I guess that, that yeah. was my original right. offer. So that's what that's what I'm saying. I'm asking James. Yeah, that's what it's. it's, it's is, is that enough. is that the deal for him? I lose twice. I eat two eggs. So. Okay. So if if the Packers win a game, the deal is null and void. But if he, if the Packers get swept, then he's got to eat two eggs. Oh, than... yeah, hundred percent. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 All right. Fine. Yeah, I don't know why on. you thought that wasn't a, a fair deal. <laughs> Chris, your thoughts? Go for it. Eat those eggs. <laughs> I don't plan I don't to, but I will if the situation so dictates. Oh, fair enough. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, the last game we have. The last night of November before all y'all little peeps get into December Christmas spirit. We got the Seahawks. We got the Eagles. Last year's matchup from the wild card round. What do we got, boys? It's Dookie. Dookie versus <laughs> Pull him out. This get him out. Thursday night bullshit on a Monday night. If you, if you really want to. Yeah. This is some Monday night bullshit. No, Monday night's usually decent. This is some Thursday night bullshit happening on a Monday night. This is Thursday night football Monday edition. I love how they took away the only good Thursday night football game and then replaced it with, oh, by the way, Monday night's game? Yeah, that's what it is. It's just going to be as bad as you could possibly imagine. All right, back to you, Michelle Tafoya. <laughs> oh. Uh, fuck is, there, is there even anything to say with this game? The no. Eagle should just sell the farm. Um. Well, the only, the only thing I have to say about this game is that one team is a division leader and the other one's in third place. Um, yeah. And it's, 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 yeah. Wow. Listen to this, right? <laughs> I, I brought this up the other day in our comments. The Cowboys are in position right now to maybe make it in the playoffs, but are also sitting at, I think they're at four. Four, they might oh. have the fourth. Oh, I thought like you the fourth pick in the draft. Yeah, they're like they're that close between those two marks. Yeah, welcome to the NFC East. There, it's a continuation of all of my NFC East bullshit from last year. Yeah, it's even worse this year. It's even fucking worse, <laughs> dude. This is worse than the NFC South when I think it was Carolina that made it. 
at like seven and nine. They were like they were seven, seven, eight, and one or something. Yeah, no, these guys are real bad. <laughs> That's gonna be like the same record that Philadelphia. No, oh. Philadelphia's gonna make it like six, nine, and one. But anyways, I don't really think we need to talk about this game. Um, nope. I, I would like to see how Seattle's defense does, though, because if you get a somewhat decent Carson Wentz, I don't trust that defense. I still yeah. think they're going to well, win the game. That's great. You're not going to get a somewhat decent Carson Wentz. No, you're so not. That's true. That's you're going to get Prince Harry imposter oh. Carson Wentz. Anyways. Oh, speaking of Prince Harry, did you hear about Meghan Markle? No, I haven't. Oh, she had a miscarriage over the summer. Oh, that is incredible. So sad. Wow. So sad. Uh, anyway, where the joke's supposed to be there, but yeah, no, there was no joke. No joke. No, I know no what joke. happened. I'm just confused. Oh. Wow. Uh, no, it was just anyway. really sad. All right, cool. Yeah. No more depression. Uh, sorry, that, that sorry, real life. Up. We talk about two things in this podcast: in sports and miscarriages. <laughs> Apparently, there's the joke, James. <laughs> All right. Well, well. Thank, thank you, YouTube, for having us monetize for all of zero seconds. Uh, we will now be getting cut out from this. Shout out Denmark. Shout out Denmark. So it's great. I think that about wraps up our chat about the full-on games for the coming week. Now let's yeah, talk are you about master debaters. We are, but we're gonna do who uh... <coughs> OP. We need a little bit of overpowered in our lives. Oh, Drew, Drew, you you are obviously hosting. Starts, so I would like to Howard Skip Bayless. No, he's not. No, fuck no, Skip fuck you in that dance. Don't Skip Skip Bayless is a Skip. No, you know what? Yeah, actually, Skip, right. Skip Skip Bayless is a fucking simp. Game and he's like, yeah. Skip Bayless is overpowered. Skip Bayless is the biggest moron to ever walk yeah, the earth. Yeah, dude. Skip Bayless is overpowered based purely on the fact that that video cannot. Be like unetched out of my eyes. That that's my exact point. It's a good ass point, Chris. I hate to give it to you, but that's a good ass. Oh, point. All right, all right. Well, if we're really gonna go there, who op? Um, DJ Shaquille O'Neal, new song out on Spotify. <laughs> DJ Diesel, baby. DJ Diesel. Don't sleep. He he wants he wants you to make sure that there is a fucking mosh pit. I just want to let you know, Shaq wants you to mosh. For all you that listen to us, all three of you. If you don't mosh for Shaq, he'll find you. What do you do if you're in a mosh pit and Shaq comes in? You mosh with Shaq. What do you mean? It's what he demands. You would die. If you do not that mosh, would Shaq- step on you like a fly. So then you die. Jump on that man's shoulder. You die. You die, you die by, you die by the, the you thick fuck. That's what you, you do. You either end up on his shoulders or under his boots. It, it's one of the two. I don't know whether I'm afraid or just like really horny. Those again are the only two options. Yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get a reaction so, to these two anymore. So I mean, I, I feel like that, okay. that mosh pit shack. Mosh pit shack is OP as fuck, dude. <laughs> the amount of rims he's broken. <laughs> oh god. Anyways, all right. Who is actually OP this week, boys? Who's dude, OP? this week? I got. Not dude, we already have two. What do you mean? Uh. I'm going to go with Mike Lennon and Nick Foles. They OP this week. <laughs> you, you want to eat those? You want both of us to eat those eggs, huh? As, as, I got to do, to be honest. He just wants to watch the world burn. You just want all the – you want to fuck up all them chicken embryos. Yeah. I'll do it while listening. I'm going to do mine while listening to the Shaq song. Or Vin Diesel. It's one or the other. 
No, just no, you have to get James, the shacks on. James, James, regardless, we, we wait till the end of the year. If you have to eat the egg, you wait for me, and we just bump shack and eat raw eggs. All right. It's amazing. And that, um, and obviously, we're putting that out for content. Uh, yes. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have to get. Hopefully, like to, Switzerland have doesn't have Shaq's new song sh- copyrighted. We have to get Shaq's illicit permission. So, if we could, like, talk to Shaq, if you're listening, I'm going to keep new tweeting hit. at Shaq. We love, we love your, we love your single. <laughs> we hope you're single for Drew. Drew likes big black men. So, um, I'd take Shaq. Yeah, I know. Hope Shaq is single. What? She likes all black. Uh, we're not gonna go there. Um, <laughs> that's her thing, apparently. Um, okay. Because she was looking up Ty Diggs from Tybo. Not me. what I was gonna ask, but okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 you asked me how I found that out. She's like, yeah, I asked her. Like, what? Um, all right, guys. Uh. Drew, you said Pat Patty Mahomes OP this week. Patty Mahomes OP. Okay, I, I I like that. I like that. Uh, give me Taysom. I think Taysom. I think Taysom runs it this week against the Coast, the Broncos. Yeah, I, th- I think Taysom runs it this week against the Broncos. He, I think, he literally he's so- runs it. Yeah, no, he's literally just he's gonna run for three hundred yards. That's it, guaranteed. OP. Three forty. Three forty. Four tutties. <laughs> We back at it again. Uh, all right, who else OP? Um, I think the Rams defense again this week OP. They're playing the playing the banged up 49ers. Look for that defense to shine again after a huge win against Brady and the Bucks. Rams defense OP. I already it, got my answers. I'm locking those. I was I was about to say, I think that's all we got for them overpowered folks this week. Did anyone say the Steelers in general? Did anyone say the who? I, I don't. I, I don't think. I don't think we yeah. need to mention the Steelers because they haven't lost a game, so they've been overpowered every week. Yeah, I, I think it's time to move on to this. Um, Case Claypool's TikTok OP. Yeah. Actually, actually, let's 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 actually talk about OP right for right now. Marshawn Lynch's turkeys, bro. OP. He just hands out turkeys in the fucking Los Angeles County area for Thanksgiving every year. Sad. That shit's OP. You're setting my morale on a roller coaster I don't like. It's like, am I supposed to feel good or like make fun of miscarriages? Hey, hi guys, welcome to Bodacast. Um, this is a podcast <laughs> where you we have no empathy for your emotions. You're gonna cry, you're gonna laugh, you're probably gonna want to kill yourself. We all do. It's fine. And you will feel good at some point. Yeah. However, I think that'll wrap up the overpoweredness for let's, let's do some master debation this is the let's question have a master debation circle boys i have been waiting for this since the beginning of this cast <laughs> oh boy since it was mentioned i've been dying for a little master debating let's make sure we have enough fluids first yeah. before we do oh, master debating. without master debating you know my fluids yes. are built up and ready to burst so maybe. do we have a grandmaster of debating or is that like a can we have a grandmaster debater or is that way too like, it, whoever it, proposes it the question this week two of us are aware of the question so yeah, two of you were talking about what we should tell why are you like uh it's my wi-fi i don't know your wi-fi is messing with your lights <laughs> I just blame everything on my Wi-Fi because my Wi-Fi sucks. James, Chris knows the knows, knows the problem. No, no, you know, you're not Gavin. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Verizon Wi-Fi. Yeah. Verizon Wi-Fi is doomed. Yeah, it's, it's trash. Master Debaters. Welcome. Welcome to Master Debaters. I'm your grandmaster, 
Grandmaster Flash, Zebro, Soggy Boy. Always soggy. <laughs> this week, oh, always. Again, what is my mantra? Stay soggy. Always stay soggy. If you're always soggy, you can always do Master Debating. Guys, well, first of all, Drew and Chris, this is this is a more of a more of a like a, a tandem master debation that you two have going on here. Um, James, you came up with a segment idea. I'm gonna run with it. This is your fault. Not no, I'm just interested where this is going. Oh, um, the the athlete thing that we did last week. Oh, wait, this is really yeah. What we're Oh no, 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 no! I have, I oh. have a master debation question, but this is just gonna be like a little snippet. So this, this is a minor debation, not a master. Yeah, debation. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little debation. Yeah, little little debater here. You could say where. I keep, I keep messing with them. It's awesome. All right, the question is: What like we did last year, last year, point. last week? James asked a question of. If you had to create an athlete from only first overall picks from any league, you have three choices. But you can, pick, you can three players, three, three players, first overall, first overall picks from any league, any draft year is. Fine. But you are only but, allowed to use a league one time. Right, and you cannot use the players. Who, uh, James? You you're he's pulling them up. Um, I I picked. Ovechkin? No, you picked Ovechkin. I picked Connor McDavid. I you picked had Zion Williamson, Kyler Murray, Connor McDavid. I had Shaq, Bo Jackson, and Ovi. So you, you two now, you can take your time on this. So I can use Jamarcus Russell. You can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is, that's a hundred percent true. You can in fact use Jamarcus Russell. Um, you do need to explain what you're using him for, though. So if you would continue on with I'm, your, I'm, yeah, I know, I know, no, no. So that is, that's a very interesting question. Um, we, James, we did this in turns. Um, yeah. I don't know how you, how, how do you want to mediate these two with this? Uh, I think we should do it the same way you did it. All right. So then, um, all right, Drew, Chris, pick a number one to 10. Chris, go first, go. Seven. No. Four. Yes. Ah. My first number was seven, and then I changed it in my head before Chris said anything. <laughs> so bad. I that I like no lie. I swear. Um. All right, Drew. First pick. Remember. I did not want. Three <laughs> players. Three players. Can only use a league once. Can be any draft year. First overall pick. First round. That's it. There's still a player on the board that I'm shocked hasn't been taken. First. I. I still forgot that Bo Jackson was a first overall pick. Uh huh. Obviously, you guys can look. I mean, this is a this is a compilation. Yeah. This is an open um, book test. Well, while these two are looking, mm-hmm. um, let's 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 do the shout out now while we wait. Um, our, our little thing. So, guys, while Drew and Chris are doing their you know their their oh, yeah. master their master debation practice, they're just practicing you know their. Their thoughts and strokes indoor stroke camp. Yeah, um, that's a question we had to fucking raise. Yeah, man. yeah, I know. Um, guys, Boda's getting some merch. Oh yeah, we getting merch. Boda's getting merch, guys. Getting so merch. We are gonna be using the website called Teespring. Um, we have a website up already, but we're gonna try and get designs out there for you guys. Um, 
let us know what you guys want to see. Like, if you guys are fucking down with some merch, we're going to try to make some bomb-ass merch for you guys. Um, I will try. We can, we'll put the link. I think we can put the link with the Spotify cat with the, on, like, the cast or whatever. I think we can, it, we can put it in the description or whatever. We'll have the link up on our website when it's ready and all that good shit. Right in time for Christmas, because I know all you ladies, gentlemen, and or anthropods like photo merch. So there you go. So I'm excited. Boys, girls, and spiders, I guess, are exclusive. <laughs> You're anything else, fuck off. Yeah, dude. You're a slug? Fuck you. I don't care. Fuck you, slugs. Dude, slugs? You can fucking suck my dick, honestly. <laughs> Just get away from me. All right. Drew, well, do you have your first pick ready? Drew, do you have your first pick? Well, how about this? If he doesn't come up with his first pick soon enough, we'll, we'll, we'll hand it over to Chris. Yep. If he come up with one soon. Drew is on the clock. You're welcome. That was the Wii theme song. <laughs> Not what I was going for. It's Wii Sports, actually. I can't. I can. Oh, I can do Wii Shop theme. I'm ready. I have all three. Hold on, Chris. We gotta wait. We gotta My first pick has to be an NFL, then? No. No, no you're yeah. open. All right, so okay. we're here, ladies and um, gentlemen. Drew Daniels selects Michael Vick as his first overall player. Uh, current strengths, speed, agility, um, running. Dog fighting. Running, yes, dog fighting. Um, also, apologies, because apparently we just all forgave Michael Vick for that, which is great. Yeah, right? People grow. All right. Chris, you got your pick? Sidney Crosby. Yeah, let me finish the sound. God damn it. All right, so Chris, so we have Christopher Cassidy here. He he selects with his first overall pick Sid Sidnifer Crosby um, from Ontario, Canada, I think. Uh sort of somewhat. Um drafted in 2006 for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh Sidney Crosby. Really good player. Really good hockey player. Real smart. That, that headspace up there. You're real smart. All right. Drew, All right. you got your second pick. All right. So oh, it, is your second pick in? Yes. All right. James, go ahead. Oh, shit. All right. So I feel at this point in the process, a, a little bit of a need to explain my process. And in in my process of thinking, I was thinking of three categories, that being athleticism, size, and leadership. So I am going to go for my second pick with Yao Ming. Yao Ming? Yao Ming. You just took size over everything else. Yao Ming. Okay. 
okay. Because Michael like Vick was my athleticism factor. Yeah, dude. Michael. Yeah, Michael Vick is game changing. <laughs> a Michael Vick Yao Ming hybrid is like early two thousands dynamite. Yeah, that's true. He's not wrong. Yao Ming. Well, I got a curveball for the leadership. All right. Hint, hint. Play the cue the music. All right. Second pick. Second overall pick for Chris of Cassidian, and we have Chris. Who's who's our pick? My pick will be Shaquille O'Neal. Nope, can't no, do that. Already. we have an illegal selection on the board. Shaq was Shaq, Shaq is currently picked by one James Popolo, owner oh, of the James Popolettes. I told you I picked Shaq. Yeah. You did? Oh, then uh, Allen Iverson. I picked the Allen uh, All right, AI. Okay. Yeah, I'll take some AI. Sidney Crosby and Allen Iverson. Interesting hybrid yeah. you're going with, but I like it. I, I, I like the selection. I think you're going to get a lot of speed, additional speed. Um, a lot of smart plays. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Drew, would you do you Music. have a third? Do you have a third? Have a third he pick. has a third pick. He's got the curveball. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Drew Daniels, third pick. Going with my second favorite baseball player of all time. One Mr. Joe Mauer. Joe, Joe Mauer. Mauer. Okay. Do you want to give us a little explanation as to why you picked Joe Mauer? Like I said, athleticism, size, leadership, and Joe this Mauer. Ridiculous. I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just not working with me. <laughs> I just keep moving it around on him, and he's like, I don't know where to talk. Here you go. That's good. Joe Mauer is the epitome of. Team first, do what you got to do, grind it out kind of guy. And like I said, one of my favorite players of all time. I think he just adds a different dimension to my athlete. So, Drew, you picked a guy who can hit a curveball, but you didn't pick a guy who can skate. Interesting choice. No I hand coordination, man. I hand coordination. I, I'm not gonna lie. I hand coordination is really huge in hockey too. But yeah, but baseball. Also, <laughs> also, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. All right, Joe Mauer. All right, Chris. Do we have a? Do we have our third overall pick in, sir? That we do. Uh, All right, James. All right, thank you, Christopher Gassidy, announcing his third overall pick. Let's let's two second music flirt. I love that. My final pick will be. Peyton Manning. And we pick the neck, the neck champion, Peyton Manning, Mr. Fivehead. Amazing intelligence on the on and off the field. Very humorous as he does love children. Loves I think Chris might have picked the low-key, like smartest athlete. Me? Yeah. Peyton Manning is probably one of the smartest athletes of all time. And AI is one of the smartest, yeah. 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 Peyton AI in yeah. Sydney. Same. Yeah, I agree. I think I I'm, think I'm you're going more for like, yeah, that's what I brains. So here's the thing. So he's 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 removing himself from the size categories because none of them are you know overly. I mean, Peyton Manning's forehead was pretty big. Yeah, but that's not going to add to his strength. That's just going to add the the fact that he's probably really top heavy. Have we ever seen him lift right. anything with his forehead? Yeah. Yeah. His, yeah. Uh, fair enough. All right. Well. Well, that was our that was our um, minor debating category. 
pick an athlete. That's a good one. That's good. I like my athlete. Here's my here's here's the master debation. Wait, wait. One of us has to buy like the new UFC game, and we have to create characters with these abilities and we have to fight it so out. So do we average do we average like their height and their weight and all that shit? Dude, I'm no. For my character, I thought of this, dude. I'm taking Yao Ming's size with Mike Vick's athleticism and Joe Mauer's smarts and leadership. Okay, so stay tuned. Apparently we're gonna be doing a Twitch live stream for UFC whatever the fuck game is out to make uh to make Yao 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 Mauer, <laughs> Yao Mauer Vic. Apparently, all right, <laughs> great. Um, master debating, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Master Debaters. Chris, James, Drew. This is a question I literally thought of when we were talking about the Jaguars. Which franchise would you rather be a part of right now, the Jaguars or the Jets? Jaguars or what? Or the Jets? Jaguars. Jets. Jets. I disagree. Jaguars. I, I, Jets. Why? The Jets. Jaguars made the playoffs a couple of years ago. They, okay, they, they did, but James, James, I think James and I are on the same page with this because we know the ownership of both teams and we know which one's actually worse. <laughs> it's it's actually Shadcon because Shadcon's terrible. They're both they're horrendous, but Shadcon's worse. You had Tom Coughlin in there and you couldn't get anything done. He was a player. He was the. They made the NAFC championship. Not with Tom Coughlin. And then. That was the year after. After, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was he was there for two years. He built for two years. I disagree. I'd rather be the Jets because the Jaguars are oh. an actual train wreck. God, At least I, the Jets feel like have, I would have so much more future on the Jaguars. I feel like the Jets are going nowhere. But. Again, it has. It's not. It's not only just about your team going anywhere. Would you, as as part of like a brand standpoint, would you rather be the New York Jets or the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars? The Jaguars have way cooler uniforms. I'd rather be play for the Jaguars. They, uh, they, no, no, but like brand recognition has nothing to do with the actual uniforms. I'd rather live in Florida. You would I'd, not I'd rather, rather play for the Jaguars. I can promise you, you would not rather live no. in Jacksonville. No, the Jaguars. In New York, yeah, I'd rather live. In I, you know. <laughs> I can almost. You would, you would rather live in the Jacksonville, Florida area yeah. than anywhere in anywhere near New York City. Well, again, Jacksonville is Florida's foreskin. Yeah. <laughs> so does that make does that make the Jaguars the dick cheese? Yeah. <laughs> the only shitty. team that people down there fucking root for in Jacksonville. They're fucking split between three different teams I, in New York. I have comments to make about the area of Jacksonville border, which we're not going to say. I've driven through Jacksonville. Jacksonville looks nice. It's yeah. Nice. Okay. And so does Lynn, bro. It look nice. Downtown Lynn looks way better than it did five years ago. Yeah, this looks like shit. Yeah. Ex- okay. Well, <laughs> I would much rather be a New York no. Jet. I'd much rather, rather be a New York Jet. I've always liked the Jaguars. Because I think Zach's right. Just for brand recognition. Brand recognition for, for honestly, I mean, they don't have the right coach or the right ownership. But I would much rather be a New York Jet than a Jacksonville Jaguar. Um, because, hey, at least I get to play Tom Brady. I'll never mind because he fucking moved. Anyways, I don't understand. That was horrible. You're, you're out of 10. That was terrible. All right. Calm down. 
It was a joke. You just used sarcasm against your own argument. (laughs) (laughs) No shit. What is that a cop? It doesn't accomplish anything. It's I a thought this joke. was master debated. No, I honestly like I, I just I think I think you would have more room to grow as a player on the Jets than you would as the, yeah, the, the Jaguars. Where everyone goes to die, bro. Come on. I mean, Frank Gore hasn't died yet. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco was Flacco's dead. Way. dead Joe Flacco was dead way before he went to the bro, Jets, bro. It's a team of Joe Flacco died at the creepy Denver airport. Yeah. <laughs> No, they, they say the Denver airport is, like, one of the weirdest things you'll ever see in your entire life. It's got some, like, weird culty shit. He probably found, like, a cult in the bathroom and then was never the same after. So when you're talking about... You've never heard, you've never heard that before? There's something about, like, FBI... Yeah, like- the Denver airport's weird. I, I've been through it once, and I just did not get a good vibe from it, but that's besides the point. So it, it's haunted. Um, well, it's not only haunted. It's like fucking like weird bullshit. Go ahead. Because it's haunted. All right, uh, so I, you're talking about brand recognition. Yes, I understand that the Jets are like a team that's been around longer. Yeah. But percentage of success-wise, I feel like the Jaguars have been better. Okay, they have. They have been. But I'm talking about from an overall standpoint of wanting to pick a team. Because when you go to a team, okay, you're the not. Jaguars have a chance of better chance of being better okay that's fine but that's only a part of it because you know most most players want to go to good teams that's fine it's understandable but other players want their money other players want to live in a certain area and jackson was proven that they're willing to hand out money to good players even though their team's trash so i i'm not seeing an issue with going to jacksonville other than it's florida they did great for one year and then (laughs) all of their what their the last, what, like 13 first and second round draft picks have all been cut and or shipped off. The so thing I'm really, gathering from this is about, really, Tell me all about the success that the draft picks that the Jets have made. Have Quentin had. Williams. Leonard Williams. Been great. Okay. He's, yeah. Quentin Williams has been fine. Mackie he's been, better than, he's been better than anything that the Jaguars have drafted in the past three years. Uh, Besides Leonard Jack's Fournette. pretty good. Okay, Miles Jag is pretty good that's fine but Williams is pretty good right but they're not they don't but the Jets aren't the Jets don't mismanage assets so far as to ship them all out within a span of three years after drafting all of them within those three years yeah let's see what happens with Sam Darnold okay but Sam Darnold isn't the quarterback that they need dude Sam Darnold is exactly the quarterback they need. They just can't figure their shit out enough to. Well, they're also, but they're also, they also don't, they don't go out and acquire assets either. But I'm saying, like, the Jaguars do. Right, the Jaguars but, sign plenty of big free okay, agents. But which quarterback would you rather play with? If you're a wide receiver, just 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 make an example. Would you rather go play with Sam Darnold, or would you rather play with a rotating amount of quarterbacks in Jacksonville? You never told me I was a wide receiver. Okay, but I, but just what put, if I was the quarterback? Put yourself in that situation. Okay, if you were the quarterback, where would you rather go? Jacksonville, Jacksonville right? Hundred percent. Right. right. I have DJ Shark. Right. Again, but it's different for each position. Just and Lamisca. Yeah, Lamisca's good. But and- weight each position, like it just, it, I, I don't, I don't see Jacksonville. Jacksonville has a, a better running back. Jacksonville has better receivers. He does have a better quarterback when he's healthy. I. Yep. Jets have a better defense. Minshew's not that bad. The Jets do currently have a better defense, yes, but currently. 
last year, two years ago, that would absolutely not have been the case. Right, but that's because they shipped out AJ Boyer. They shipped out right because they realized the chemistry wasn't working. That was actually a really smart thing to do at that point. At that point, but then it hasn't paid off for them because I've also fucking Leonard Fournette. Yeah. <laughs> and let, what has Leonard Fournette done since he's been cut? Been the third string running back in fucking Tampa Bay. Yeah, no, dude. no I understand. They that, but... miss Leonard Fournette. No, but they but he worked when he was. James there. Robinson is so much better than Leonard James Fournette. James Robinson is really good, but this is not. It's not the master debation part. That's that has nothing to do with it. But the the wide receivers and the quarterback that's there do. The no, running no, no, back no. has nothing to do with it, but no, everyone no, else no, does. No, no. Meaning like meaning like if Leonard Fournette verse was there versus James Robinson, I'm saying James Robinson is there, but comparing him to Leonard Fournette has nothing to do with. Debating whether or not no, the assets. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It has, that has, I, that has nothing to do with it. That's fine. I understand that. This is why it's master debaters because this is a topic clearly where the room is split on. Again, this is why I did this because I knew James and I would know exactly what I was talking about because Chad Con tried to sell the team for like five hundred thousand dollars and a fucking donut. I don't give a shit what my owner tries to sell the team for. If he doesn't no, care, it's not that's fine. Right, but he doesn't sell the team. But he doesn't care to a point where he's literally trying to just pawn the team off on anyone that will buy them. That's fine. That's better than the Jets owners just being like, "Oh, we don't care, but we're not selling the team." I'd rather someone not care try to sell the team than not. At Bodasports, the Bodasports News. End it. We. Are we buying? What? What happened? Nothing. Yeah. We need to renew that. An hour and forty minutes in this podcast. Are we really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I think we're done. I guess on that topic, we can we can you can split master debaters and put it out as a as a separate episode if you want or whatever we do. Nah, fuck it. We'll run it. But uh, I'm sure we'll talk. Okay. At some point. It's not but, my podcast to call, so. Y'all are absolutely right. It's time to call it. This has been quite the podcast. It's it's been interesting from start to finish. Podcast. It was good. I, I think we had podcast. some some emotional moments in this podcast. Wow. It was wonderful. Um, but, of emotions. But from from us here at Boda, Chris, James, Zach, myself, Drew, you know where to find us. You can find us fucking everywhere. We're on everything. We exist everywhere. We have sure you check us out on Teespring. We we are we are Venom. We are Groot. That's all I have to say. <laughs> we got new merch coming out, folks. Check us out. You know us. You love us. We're here. We're Boda, and y'all have a great night. Stay soggy. I don't yeah, have a catchphrase. <laughs> you know we're doing this. I don't. You know we're doing this. Stay soggy. Y'all gonna take over my fucking ending with your fucking bullshit. <laughs>